three unique lessons on people from an extremely valuable perspective. Welcome to Success Convo. I have a unique concept for you, a very rare episode. Here's how it's going to go down. I'm going to give you three lessons from my time as a police officer. These lessons are not only going to be unique, they're going to be highly potent. See, as a police officer, you see people at their worst, you see them in their rawest form, and sometimes you get to see them at their best. You might not know this, I'm actually a retired officer. I was injured in the line of duty, and to this day, I am a huge supporter of my brothers and sisters in blue. I have the utmost respect for police, fire, and military, and I'm super psyched to bring you this episode. Please, share this episode. Get this out there. This is going to be people in the rawest form. I want to thank you in advance for listening to this episode. And I just want to throw it out there that please treat your police officers, treat your military with respect. Guys, I've traveled the world. I've seen some crazy places and there's nothing like the American law enforcement system. It's not perfect and not every officer is correct. Certain officers do things that put a dark cloud on every officer. I won't disagree with that, but I can promise you the majority of them would give their life for you. And in truth, success convo manner. I'm going to keep this presentation streamlined with three bullet points that you can walk away from, three big ideas that are going to give you some serious retrospect on people. And I wish that I heard this podcast in my younger days because it could have helped me a lot. It would have improved how I interacted with people and up my empathy level. There's going to be some serious grade A information jam-packed into this week's podcast. And as far as my story goes as being an officer, I do want to do a future episode where I lay in and talk about overcoming and talk about exactly what happened during my incident. So that will be a very emotional and revealing future episode. Now let's dive in to the first lesson. This one is never assume anything. As a rookie officer, when I was cut loose on my own, driving around in my own patrol car, making traffic stops, being bold, 24 years old, very immature with that type of responsibility. I learned a big lesson from my field training officer and mentor of mine. And in my first couple weeks out on my own, I thought that I had gotten the hang of everything. I thought that I could anticipate what people were going to do. Brings me to this story. We had a call come in for a possible theft of a diamond ring. A victim called and explained that his wife's diamond ring was stolen. Another witness had said that there were two juveniles leaving the backyard of his house. So I cruise over to the area, total hotshot, and I stop three kids that I saw walking. They were about 16, 17, maybe 18, and I begin to question them. And I start getting some feedback from these kids. They seemed like really good kids. They start telling me that they were playing Xbox. I even came right down and asked the game they were playing. They said Call of Duty. They had all the details. And sure enough, here I am in my hotshot. If I think these kids are good kids and they didn't do it, then of course, they didn't do it. They weren't giving me any signs to not believe in them. The area I was a police officer was Maryland, sort of right on that city line of Baltimore. So we get some sketchy characters. These kids were good kids, right? I knew they were good kids. They didn't do anything. They had a backpack. I didn't ask to search the backpack, anything like that. I let them go on their way. Now, as I remember this, two other veteran officers pulled up on the scene and said, what are you doing? You can't let these kids roll. We got to ask them what's going on. I said, I did. I handled it. These are good kids. They didn't do anything wrong. I was ready to cut them loose. So he starts questioning these kids and he starts asking them more about the games. He starts really getting into it. And what do you know? 
know, about four or five minutes into his conversation inquiring these kids, two of them take off. The one with the backpack goes running down into a ravine, tons of grass. He's booking. We're chasing after them. And there's nothing like running as a police officer because you're in a bulletproof vest. You have so much gear on. The boots do not make it convenient to run in. And even though I had some endurance, at the time I was a huge bodybuilder too, so I'm carrying a lot of added muscle. I'm huffing and puffing, chasing these teenagers through this ravine. We got another officer in his squad car, peeling around the side. We grab the kids, end up getting the diamonds back. They face their charges. But there was a big lesson there because when I drove off, I felt like a total ass. It is so true. You never assume anything. I've done a past episode of Success Convo where we talk about how to spot a liar. Even with that episode, nothing is to be assumed. You never really know what someone's got going on. And I can promise you in life, assumptions will get you killed. Big idea too. This one is close to my heart and I've only ever told a few people this story so I'm very excited to let you guys hear it on Success Convo. Small things make a big difference. I promise you that. And ever since this moment in my life, it's always been the small things, the small little things that I do that turn out to make the biggest impact. I showed up to a call. It was a domestic dispute. Father and mother fighting, three kids crying, sitting on the couch. And when I walked up to the house, it was a low-income area. You could hear the screams from this father yelling at the mother from a block away. I kid you not. So when I went up to the door, I was lucky to intercept this moment and stop anything further from happening here. I showed up to the door and the dad was about in his 40s. And he said, what the fuck do you want? Another little thing about me, it takes a lot to get me frazzled. I am not a guy ever gets frazzled. He says, what the fuck do you want? In a very brash tone. I just say, hey man, what's going on? So automatically he's met with a police officer. That I'm sure he would have expected a fight coming off at an officer that way, but I just I kept it calm, cool, and collected. I noticed at that moment, everything sort of changed. His, his tone sort of changed. Because he was definitely expecting a fight, you know, and his emotions running high. He probably didn't care. This guy had a rap sheet. He doesn't care about getting locked up for a little bit of a domestic dispute, noise violation, whatever, right? Me and the wife are having a disagreement. It ain't none of your fucking business. I responded, I don't care about what's going on with you and your wife, but you're disturbing the neighbors. And I can tell your kids right there sitting on the couch are not too happy. Kids are crying. Wife's crying. You can tell the wife they hated cops. Even those kids hated cops. They were trained to not like authority. You could just tell in their stance when a cop shows up, it's bad, right? That stuff comes from the parent. It all starts in the home life. I realized in that moment, I had a chance to actually make a big difference. I said, listen, you're not in any trouble. Can I just come in? Maybe you guys can just tell me the details about what's going on. And he saw that I was calm, cool, and collected, and he let me in his house. The house is a wreck. And I look over there, and the little kids have a Nintendo 64 on the ground, right? And this is even old school for that time. And I noticed they have Mario Kart sticking out, one of the greatest games of all time, right? As I come in, I see the kids are starting to leave the room. They're scared of an officer. He starts telling me what's going on. 
going on, something as silly as they burnt dinner. Now, that was obviously a catalyst for some deeper issues, and I'm sure that this moment didn't repair that. I gave them about 20 minutes of my time right there. I was able to cool those fuses, and he started flipping through showing me a motorcycle magazine. Now he's getting ready to order parts. He reaches his hand out to me, and he said, I never had an officer treat me like this, man. Here's the thing. I treated him like a regular guy. I don't know what he's going through. I treated him like a regular guy, and he hadn't had a police officer do that. In fact, he probably hadn't had many people in his day-to-day treat him like a regular guy, mainly because of his own attitude, but nobody ever gave him a chance. I was getting ready to leave, and I see one of the little kids peeking his head around, so I used to carry Sheriff Stars, little Sheriff Star stickers, in my car. I said, hey, buddy, can I go grab you something? I go back in, and I saw they had that Nintendo out. Now, these kids are about 7, 8, one of them was about 12, and I said, can I get a couple rounds in with you guys? What's up? You got the Mario Kart. I sat there with those kids and played Mario Kart. I promise you, these kids did not have a good upbringing. It was obvious. They were bruised up. There was a lot going on. These kids would probably grow up hating police officers. They probably grow up grow up with extremely hard life, purely based on the things that were going on with the parents and in that home. I sat on that couch. The wife made me a cup of coffee. I hung out, talked to them, played Mario Kart with them for like a good half an hour. I didn't get beat by the kids and I damn well didn't let them win because I know every shortcut in that game and I will come at anybody and when I left that house that day I looked back at the door I teared up all three of those kids were staring at me as I got in my car I bet you one of those kids grows up to become a police officer grows up to become someone better in the society because of that moment how small was that moment it was tiny we're talking 45 minutes max but it had a major impact on somebody's life I want you you, I'm challenging you, our listeners of Success Convo, to make a difference, make an impact. Think about those small moments that are going to key up and make a big impact. It's the little things that you will end up cherishing as your memories. It's the little things that will go so far. I want to tell you a story right now that I'll never forget. I just gave you one of my best memories of all time, and I want to hit you with a juxtaposition. I want to give you one of my worst, something that I was never to this day able to get out of my memory banks, and maybe it's there for a reason. Big idea number three is to never take life for granted. We are not in control of everything. You have to realize that. 11 p.m., leaving the station, call goes out over the radio, head-on collision, This was only a block away from where I was. I flip on my lights and sirens. Let me tell you something, guys. A head-on collision, even at 25 miles an hour, is an absolute nightmare. The collision impact doubles. This was a collision at about 45 miles an hour. This was not going to be pretty. As I whipped over there, I saw nothing but flames. And I had just got there. This was a fresh scene. It was an F-150, maybe 250, impact with a Nissan Pathfinder. One person in the truck, two people in the Pathfinder. And the doors had welded completely shut from the impact. The truck cab was not burning, but that Nissan Pathfinder was up in a blaze of flames. I could not even get within 20 feet of those vehicles without having having my skin start to burn. That's how thick these flames were. Two people in that Pathfinder were trapped. They were burning alive. I will never forget those screams. Those images are burned into my memory with something that is even more horrible. I had no control over the situation. I could not get close enough to the door. I wanted to rip that door off. There was nothing I could do and I knew 
they were reaching for me. I knew that they saw those lights and I was helpless to get to them. Fire was on the way and other cars had started to line up. One nurse gets out of her car and starts rushing, sprinting towards the scene. This is a pretty busy roadway and it was my job at that point to hold her back. To this day, I can still feel that heat on my back as I was holding her back from the scene because she wanted to get them out. She was crying. She was screaming. She saw what I saw. This all happened extremely fast and that car was mangled beyond belief. There was no possible way those people were getting out of there. Other officers started to show up on the scene. There was somber looks everywhere. It was all happening so fast. Firefighters everywhere. What felt like hours was only minutes as fire was finally able to extinguish those flames. The two people in Nissan didn't make it. Obviously, there was no possible escape from this, and they even had to use the jaws of life just to get that vehicle off the road. The driver of that truck had major injuries, but was looking like they were going to survive. I don't know the full circumstances, but from what I remember, the driver of that truck was under the influence of heroin and was nodding out. It caused her to lose control of that vehicle, and cause the head-on collision. I want to ask you this question. How many times have you been on only a two-lane highway? People are driving. You're driving. People are on their phones nowadays. They're texting. And I often think of that moment. This is just one thing that we do every day. We drive. Even if you never leave the house, things can happen. And in this moment, I've realized how short life is how fast the blink of an eye it could change think about it where were the people in the nissan going maybe just coming back from a movie maybe going on some late night grocery shopping who knows the point is life can change so fast you have to live it that memory will always haunt me but it reminds me it reminds me how short our opportunity here actually is even if you live a full life it would never be long enough it's over in a blink having the unfortunate circumstances to witness something like that painted a very visceral picture of the value of our minutes here and to not take anything for granted. Sometimes it takes grim imagery for us to realize what we have. Those people would have given anything to get out of that car. These are some of the things I think about when I'm chasing my goals. People always have it worse. There's always more unfortunate circumstances. So if you're alive and well, you take action towards what you want to do in life. Now, there are so many stories as a police officer. I'm sure I'll pull from a lot of them in Success Convo as we carry on this podcast. But I want to jump in and reveal my big takeaway to you. When I was in the police academy, I'll never forget all the hazing and push-ups and pure torture the drill instructors used to hit me with for being a muscle guy, right? They see the guy with the muscles, they're going to come at you extra hard. And Anne Arundel County Police, the academy, is actually at an old missile base. This, this place is like a desolate wasteland used for hardening up rookies and sending them out to the street. And make no mistake, Anne Arundel County is top-notch, best police academy I could have ever went to. Well, as I was walking down the hill the first day, getting ready to meet the drill instructors as my collar was popped like a cocky punk that I was back in the day I remember doing so many push-ups I was delirious as you approach the doors of the police academy where the recruits walk up and down every day there's a few key words written and in my blurry haze of this punishment one word stuck out to me it was like everything was out of focus except this word and this is a word that I'll carry with me forever it's a word that means everything to me and I promise you it means everything to you if you want to be successful in life. Integrity. 
I'll spare you the dictionary definition. I'll tell you what it means in its rawest form. Integrity is doing what is right to your best power when no one else is looking. That's integrity. And the thing I really like about integrity, it's just as much for other people as it is for you. You make deals every day. It doesn't matter if you're a hotshot businessman or if you're just getting started and you're a cashier at the Safeway grocer. You make deals every day with yourself. Every single thing you do is a little miniature deal. Now, if you hold integrity and you do the right thing, trust me, you are going to boost who you are as a person and all these good deals that you make with yourself by always doing what's right, doing the honest thing, going one step further for others, you will skyrocket your life, I promise you, because I've held on to integrity as my favorite word. I've held on integrity as a staple of who I am. And every little bit, every little instance you get a chance to build your integrity, you take it, you put it to work. Little different episode of Success Convo. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your download. Thank you so much for your share. Let's get this episode out there. I love the feedback. Thank you everyone who's been emailing me, messaging me, snapping me, ideas for Success Convo. We're only gonna take this thing bigger. The show's in its baby stages, but this is absolutely one of my favorite things to do because I can be raw, I can be real with you. I know that you listen to Success Convo all the way through and that you're with me and that we relate. This is one of my favorite places to connect with you. Thanks again. I will see you on next week's episode of Success Convo.